0: This is episode K, Know Who You Are. This is A is for Adversity, a podcast about navigating the obstacles in life. Thanks for joining us this season as we talk about how a community can help. I'm Jen. And I'm Rachel. We're here to be a part of your community this year as we learn together. Hello! Thanks for joining me on the podcast. It's just me today, just a solo episode, and I couldn't be more excited. I love talking to you, and I appreciate you listening. I'm at a point in my life where I'm just really craving and seeking connection, and I enjoy connecting with you through this podcast, whatever that looks like, whether it's on my Facebook community in person, or just knowing that you're out there is really great to think about. As time passes, clarity comes, and this is nothing new. We all know that we hopefully get wiser as we get older. I've been thinking a lot about identity recently and tracing it back to where this first came from, and I realized that when I was pregnant with my oldest, I would see other moms and see how they were just so consumed with motherhood and from my outside perspective, that's all they were doing. And I'd see empty nesters who had lost themselves in motherhood. And I committed to myself right then and there that I was not going to lose myself in motherhood. I had also seen other examples of this with women who worked outside the home or pursued their passions in different ways. And I decided that that was going to be my narrative. So I aggressively pursued my passions and here I am three kids later still trying to do the same. Identity work just lights me up. I love helping other women figure out who they truly are and help feed that inner part of them. I feel like we come to earth knowing who we are. We develop our personality. We figure out what we like and what we don't like. And then we get all this programming from society in the form of shoulds. We should live a certain way. We should not do certain things. We should like certain things. All of this ends up becoming a big tangled mess. And then we have the task of sifting through it, finding the things that resonate and hopefully coming out the other side as ourself again. So it's kind of self should self. I remember being younger and dreading the question, what do you like to do for fun? I would often try and share things that they would like to hear instead of sharing the, the nerdy part of me that I felt wasn't socially acceptable. I do love to read and write, and those things weren't socially acceptable in my mind with a certain crowd, and so I would kind of hide that part of me. And I feel like this is how it relates to community, because the more you're comfortable with yourself, the more you're at ease with others. When you have that self-assurance that what you're into is okay and that you're confident about the things that you like, you're able to be that authentic self around other people. Besides, if we're trying to be something that we're not and other people are trying to be something they're not, when we meet up, we're trying to connect the part of us that isn't really us. With identity, I've been sitting down lately and really just trying to think about my priorities. What do I truly value? What do I want to focus on? Where do I want to put my energy? And I listened to a helpful podcast that said, pick five, pick five priorities, and that's what you can focus on this season. And that really helped me because sometimes I just like being told what to do. And so I went through my life and I settled on five. And then with that, I kind of put an action step with what I want that to show up as in my life. And I will share this on my website. If you want to use it as a template or use it as a base point to create your own sort of priority reflection, just go to com, and it will be right there on the homepage. With an audio format like this, I can't show it to you, but if you go to the website, you'll be able to see it there. For those that are just listening, I will share my priorities for the season. So my first priority is God and The reason I put him first is because the things that matter most last the longest and I feel connected to a divine being and I feel like that relationship will last for eternity and so that's the thing that I put first. My second priority is family. That's the thing that will hopefully last second longest. Third is friends. My fourth priority is community. And my fifth priority is (laughs) self-care. Yes, it's low on the list, but hey, at least it made the list at all. (laughs) And then I'll go through my action steps with each priority. So with God, I really want to focus on my prayers and just meditation and connecting spiritually with uh, that divine being. My action step for family is bedtime. It's kind of become a pain point and I really want to bring the joy back into it and figure out how it can look in my day-to-day life. My priority with friends is book club. I love to read and really just want to focus on that with my social activities and putting that first and focusing on that when other things come up. With community, my focus right now is networking. I have gone to several daybreak business networking lunches, and I'm trying to expand my network and connect with other people. And then for self-care, my action item this season is fewer desserts. I do eat dessert with every meal. I'm just trying to make it a little bit of a smaller portion the podcast episode that said to choose five priorities also said to review your situation every six months or when there's a big life change. So I will be reviewing these priorities again in six months and seeing if anything needs to change or if I want anything to change or if I want to focus on anything different. It's interesting, though, that the overarching value in all of these is connection, seeking connection with God, seeking connection with my family, with my friends, with my community, and with myself, connecting to myself through identity and self-care. I encourage you to spend a few minutes thinking about your identity and who your authentic self is. It was also pointed out to me recently that adults go through developmental stages. For some reason, I thought this was only for children, but... Nope, adults have developmental stages too. So uh, in adolescence is mostly when people are finding out their identity. And of course, different people will be in different stages at different times, or the seasons can last longer depending on what you're going through. After identity is relationships, figuring out your place in a family or societal connections And after that is contributions. What are you going to offer society or your family? How are you going to contribute? And then after that stage is reflection filled with looking back on your life, wondering if you made a difference or what your impact was. I've come to an interesting spot in my life because I feel like all the anchors are gone. I bought a house and and that was as far ahead as I was looking when I was growing up. I've been talking with my husband about a five-year plan and a 10-year plan because I feel like those will be helpful anchors. And as we were talking, we realized that we had a three-year plan and a seven-year plan, which is great. It doesn't have to fit the exact mold and template of a five-year plan and a 10-year plan. It's just great to have things to look forward to, to plan on, and to experience. What developmental stage do you feel like you're in? Are you in one of these or maybe you're going through something different that doesn't exactly fit this description? The last thing that was on my mind today was coming up with a personal symbol. I remember coming up with one when I was in high school and I still use it today. It's reminiscent of a wagon wheel with spokes and I'll post this again on my website so you can see it but Within that wagon wheel, I can find all the letters of my name. And so I've just kind of used that as a symbol. I love circles. They really appeal to me. And of course, my favorite color is purple. So it's purple. And it's just kind of my unique symbol. So I challenge you to design one, whether it's a squiggle, a mark, a representation, something that represents you. It may seem kind of juvenile, but I think it's fun to have a personal symbol. Okay, now I'm going to wax a little lemony Snicket with his VFD. (laughs) Very fancy doilies is one that I remember, but do you remember what it stands for in the series of unfortunate events? Uh, So today what I've shared was using the acronym IDP. And I'll just share a couple things that that could stand for. So what I used it for today was identity, developmental stages, and personal symbol. It could also stand for individual development plan, initial detection point. Can you pinpoint one specific thing that makes you feel like yourself? Individual development program. I invite you to join the sunshine community. We do lots of identity work there. And then just a a fun one to end on. IDP, instant dance party. I'll end this episode with an instant dance party. Sorry, it's not for your viewing pleasure because this is all audio. Hopefully something in here made you think about your identity and who you are as a human being and what your place is in this world. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll talk to you again next week.